welcome back to Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today we talk about Mist Weavers, uh, the Weaving of Mist, you know, the class that is always around but no one talks about, it seems like, unless uh, they have feedback to give, then they get ignored. Isn't, is that, isn't that how it is? <laughs> I think there's been like a... I think there's been like a novel written about Mr. Feedback so far. <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, introducing a longtime uh, guest, uh, Suplift. How are you doing today? Uh, it's great to be here, bright and early in the morning. Um, looking forward to talking about my best favorite spec in the world. Uh, Windwalker, right? Isn't that? Isn't that? <laughs> I think I loved Windwalker and Legion. I haven't played it in BFA though, so I've heard um, interesting things about it though. So. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, essentially, it is terrible. <laughs> that's pretty, As you do. That's, it's, it's like it's not really changed. We had like one one boss fight, which was in, uh, I can't remember, so long ago, uh, the, the twin guys, and that was it. That was like the only good boss, the boss fight that monks, Windwalkers had. Uh, I can't remember the uh, the twin ogres in Highlands. I mean, High Mall. That was the only oh, yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah. That was the only boss that monks were good for, and after that, they've just been trash. Because why brings just bring something else? Uh, but we'll get into that. I know the last the last show that we had on was uh, Babylonius, and he was very upset. I'm sure he's mad now. <laughs> uh, I think but, he's re-rolling to Mistweaver, actually. Funnily enough. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's just it's it's one of those things. I mean, it's just unfortunate to how the class is, but I mean, it's just it's just I don't know. Brings up old old scar deep wounds back from. All I know the this way. is like I know this is like the mystery show, but Windwalker has such like cool design space with like mm-hmm. SCF and Serenity, even Strike of the Wind Lord back in the day. It's kind of sad to see how it's come. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, it's it's so fun to play too. Like for me, it's like the most fun. It's it's kind of like an uh, a you know fighting game. Like uh, uh, it's just that's what I like Street Fighter type where you're just like mashing buttons. That's kind of how the play style is. And it's like a traditional how Monk would you think it would be. But unfortunately, Blizzard just doesn't decide. They decided in their infinite wisdom that they don't want to do that anymore. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but we'll kind of get into Mistweaver because this is supposed to be the Mistweaver like a uh, round cap uh, recap, whatever you want to call it, cap. Um, and uh, just kind of touch base on where we're looking in Shadowlands because we are now three weeks away coming up for tomorrow uh, for most people uh, or into Tuesday, Wednesday for I think the world. It's, it's, it's weird. It's like one of the first worldwide launch date that Blizzard's done. And so it's going to be all basically everybody's hitting it the week of uh, the 23rd. So what have you been up to since uh, the last time we talked? It was, it's been a while. Um, so the last time we talked was Legion and... Um, in Legion, I rerolled from Mistweaver to Dispriest, and that was because they completely, for lack of a better word, they completely ruined Mistweaver for me. <laughs> they got rid of Fist Weaving, they got rid of Jab Jab Up, or that was a long time ago, but they got rid of um, Uplift. They just completely changed it, and I hated it. I, I just, uh, it, words can't describe it, I won't get into it, but it was just not <laughs> the best time. And then I've been a Dispriest all the way up until, um, what was the Jaina raid? Battle for Desire Lore, then I went to yes. Mistweaver. And then I played Mistweaver until Unat, and then I re-rolled back to Dispriest. And I've been a Dispriest until now. And since I joined um, Big Dumb Guild or Big Dumb Golden Guardians as they are now, and I'm now their Mistweaver monk again. Yeah, so is it so yeah, because they're they got uh sponsored, right? By Golden Guardians 
there from uh, kind of like complexity limit in a sense. Yeah, I think they're sponsored by the Golden State Warriors. I'm not yeah. American, so I don't know. Yeah, so, so, so you but, know Steph Curry's your best friend, right? You know, you just hang out I, with him I mean, I honestly, I honestly don't know much about American football, but... <laughs> I thought basketball and football. Oh my god. Uh-oh, uh-oh, had to uh-oh. pull this out. Yeah, right, gotta... Nah, but it's, it's actually really cool that, like, ratings get sponsored, and it's kind of like... It's really like interesting and really gives you the incentive to actually mm-hmm. try and push for it. And it's all streamed now and everyone's like kind of talking to each other. That's something I've really noticed now in this like Shadowlands beta cycle. Everyone talks about everything. This is probably like the biggest like beta I've seen of feedback like basically uh-oh, ever. Oh, that's the cursed word. You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I... But yeah, you look at like the forums. Like I remember like the Mistweaver forum in Legion when it got reworked and it had maybe like 150 posts. This one mm-hmm. now has a, a thousand and one hundred. It's just crazy to me. And, and most of it is just uh, Windwalkers coming in to complain, thinking that Blizzard will look like, in that. <laughs> I think it was like 700 posts before they got a monk at a blue post. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, there's I like mean, pages and pages of people giving bug reports, feedback. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, I mean, it's it's a lot of people are coming back too because of the storyline. I mean, it's a different story than what we're. It's not like Legion. It's not a bad that we've already known about. It's just something different and kind of interesting. They've done a really good job marketing, I think, as well. Um, I don't know. I, I think Shadowlands to me just feels like it's a, you know, it's also really easy to level, at least from my perspective. You know, leveling up some of my alts up to the fifty, and the pre patch has been really easy. And so it's just, uh, it just, I think that's probably also what it is too. They've kind of lowered the cap of like requirements, if that makes any sense to anybody, uh, to get up to the max level. And, you know, everybody's kind of excited to see, you know, Torghast coming out, you know, that's going to be a big thing for some monks too, uh, you know, coming out with, uh, the new raids as well. And then also just, you know, new expansion. I think new expansions are generally like that though, too. I think, I think Balfour Azeroth people still had the bad taste in their mouth from legion uh and what what that left them in and so we'll have to we'll have to see but uh what are your thoughts i guess initially on legion um well to blizzard's credit um this expansion does have like a different vibe to it um i actually really like the aesthetic of all the zones um i leveled horde in bfa originally and all the zones were really ugly to me you go into a swamp and you go into a desert it's just like not visually appealing but you're from like you immediately go to the mall, which I guess is like kind of like that's the point. It's like hell, mm-hmm. and then you go to Kiri or what is the place? The Kirian land, whatever. Yeah, Kirian. Oh, uh, Bastion. Bastion, and it's like actually like I'm I'm actually sad I can't be like a Kirian, but like it's so cool. Like the zone, I've always I instantly vibed with it, and that's maybe why I like I kind of enjoyed it because that was like the first bit of content, like a really good first impression. I really vibed with, and that's maybe to me why I like it. But just in general, like the raid has like a really cool like aesthetic. I like the final. Or I like the final boss of the first tier. He's got like a really good voice actor, and he's got mm-hmm. really cool lore. And that's something that Battle for Azeroth didn't have. Like, do you even remember Gahoon? Like, come on, like no one remembers Gahoon. <laughs> I just There's remember just some... getting so mad and just because I because I'm a, a casual raider, so it's like I just do LFR normals and just sitting there and screaming at my computer screen for people to do the orbs correctly. Like that's you know to, to to bring the the light into the to the main area, and I'm just like I have to go do everything myself. <laughs> yeah, much. so I think I think compared to that, it's got like a really good like first impression. It's got a really good building blocks, and I think 
I think why people are so hypercritical of it is because the game is fundamentally fundamentally quite good. Mm-hmm. It's just there's a lot of like little niggling problems, like oh, this looks this is kind of bad, or oh, covenants well, and, are kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's also I think yeah, covenants probably is the biggest thing people are upset about, just because it feels like it's another broken system that they're throwing in. When if they just didn't have them, I think people would be okay. I think people would be more hyped and more excited about uh, Shadowlands than they are now. Is if there was no covenants. Do you, do you kind of agree to that as well? Like covenants just did not exist. I've gone like post. I'm like one of the people that kind of like has. I can't, one of the people that has liked like the hard lock of covenants, but that was under like the pretense that like covenants would be better than what they are. And what I mean is like actually like really 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 strong. I know people kind of hate that the idea of using board power and that's actually being like significant. Like it goes back to like corruption last patch, but. To me, like if you're making a choice between four options and you, it's like not that hard to switch between them. I mean, it's not that hard right now, but like if they're actually like strong and like game changing to me, I feel like that's kind of a good thing. It's just I think Blizzard like is kind of afraid of it being too powerful, so it's kind of like boring and tame, and that's kind of lost my interest for the mechanics. So to me, I kind of wanted to swap. Mm-hmm. But whenever there's like a really OP covenant, I actually like hate the idea of nerfing it. I'd rather they just keep buffing them up. up. Because it's like fun when they're good. Like, I I do get the idea of like if you're like a Kyrian monk, you can put strike with or what is it called the weapons of order. You can put weapons of order and you really could turn on and be like a really powerful person. Or if you go um, Feyland Stomp or the Night Fae, that one. So it's hard for me because I'm still a priest in my mind. I gotta remember all the monk names. Um, the Feyland Stomp is like completely different. And it's like a good, cool animation. It looks visually different and it's quite different in its effect. And to me, that's really cool. But I, I can I totally agree with a lot of people um, how they don't like it when they play off specs. I'm just a healer. I play one specs. So it's not that big of a deal to me. But I think it matters more for like warlocks and mages. But mm-hmm. I think no. it, what everyone actually hates and what I really hate now is like the, the conduit system. And I really hate how they've like neutered it down to only two conduits instead of three. And they added that like one day swap thing. I just hate it. I wish they would just let you swap at any time. It's just one of those things like why don't you just swap at any time it's like a talent they should just make it like a talent essentially yeah basically and they're kind of I, I like how it is now with the recent change they did where they swapped it and they but they buffed it all up i think that's good i just wish you could swap it at will and have more you mean you didn't conduits. like the like, i want to you like the buff from going from you know seven days to two weeks to do a change <laughs> oh i just mean like they did that new system where they you can change a conduit but it takes like one energy and it recharges every day and you have 10 to start with so you can swap them around much more often, but at that point, mm-hmm. like they did it at the same time, reducing the amount of swapping you had to do. So it's like, I mean, like, why do I even have this? Like, I want to use conduits because they're kind of like cool, and I like the idea of like collecting power increases. Like that's cool to me. But it's just those type of things. Like everyone has their own issue with the expansion, but I think it's like generally, genuinely quite good. Do Other than think- that, you know. Well, do you, do you think that like the changes to swapping, like it seems like they're trying to reduce how much you can swap, like you can't swap this, you can't back and forth, back and forth. Uh, do you think that's just a result of them trying to put the brakes on the world first races? Like they want that to go longer. They want guilds to be in mythic longer than they are currently, because it seems that for most guilds, it's about a two week period for mythic. If you do like an everyday raid and after that, you're done for the expansion. Or I mean, for the expansion, for the raid tier. Do you think they're trying to put a pump, pump the brakes on that? Or do you think it just has to do with just because they just want it to 
I, I don't know. I, mean, I think that's like the only thing I can think of was why they would do something like that. I do think um, in saying about Mythic, I know this is not exactly what you asked, but when the whole system came out, was there, everyone was like, oh, we're just going to level four of the same character. When you actually <laughs> do that in practice, um, it's actually really unlikely people would do it. And the immediate reason why is it's actually really annoying to do that. And that's enough of a dissentive. So, like, I know for me, the idea of leveling four characters, I don't want to do that. Now, to go on to, like, the whole swapping a thing with Mythic first, um, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's one, I think it's just one of the things where they just don't want you to swap because it's kind of annoying. I don't think it's about, like, Mythic or anything. Because you, think, you think it's, like, about normal guild? I got to say normal quotations. Normal guilds where... They just don't want to be like, hey, why aren't you in the spec? Go change. And they sit around for 20 minutes. And they're like, well, I can't. You know, I, I just changed. It's going to be a couple of days before I can change again. Do you think it's mainly more like that type of stuff that they're trying to advert from? I think it's just one of those things where they try to do with like, do you remember like the M plus change where you can't change gear? I think they just don't yeah. want you to swap as much as they do. I don't think it has much to do with like, I mean, since the, like the, the topic we we're going to get into earlier since say the whole mythic like a discord community pressuring people i can see that being a viable argument much more now and i can kind of agree with that but i also think it's one of those things where okay now i'm changing my talents every boss now i'm changing my gear every boss now i'm changing my soul binds every boss now i'm changing my legendary every boss i can sort of see like the annoyance creep we'll call it that the annoyance <laughs> creep but also like since they've changed it to only like everyone basically wants their like everyone basically wants their like conduit for their covenant so you only really have one choice to swap with. So I don't really see that argument buying anymore for the conduit system. But I mean, it's just one of those things that feels bad. Like everyone wants the DPS conduit they want in. So I guess it's just, you can't switch as much, which is a little weird when it's a, you know, we're supposed to be going back to classes instead of specs, but it's just one of those things. Like eventually it's probably not a big deal, but it's just like, why is it there? And I don't think it is like a good way of dissuading, like, there's so many ways like um, high-end guilds can like get around the restrictions. Like you can just run more split raids, or you can just raid more. So I don't think it's ever going to stop that. I think it's just one of those things where they want to like mm -hmm. make the game less annoying, but they actually just made the game more annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It just it just is very strange because they've always had this like you know push and pull essentially with raiders especially the high-end raiders where, you know, they obviously, you you know, as an end game raiding guild, you want to get through the content as fast as possible because then you go on farm and have fun. And that's kind of where, you know, outside of the first kill or getting the, you know, server slash world first, to me, that's was always the appeal is like to get to that two-day clear, get all the loot you want, all the gear you want, the mounts, everything, titles, everything like that. And then you can kind of, I mean, achievements, and then you can kind of like, you know, play other games. I can... <laughs> I actually think it would be more annoying in that situation because, like, when you get to the two-day clear or the one-day clear, you just want to, like, go for, like, optimal performance on every boss. Like, people will, like, hyper-switch every boss. And mm -hmm. I feel like people are going to be more annoyed by the system rather than on prog because it's, like, you... How do I explain this? It's, like, people will try to eke out performance anyway, but when you're clearing over, like, two days where you can only... You have to save up all your energy over two days, whereas, like, you might be doing a prog boss over, like, three days, so you won't have to swap as much. Whereas, like, if you want to swap all the time in the raid, you're going to have to go back to the Soul Forge and get to come back anyway. It's just one of those things, like... It's just one of those things where it will create more annoyance as it goes on, because I think people will want to, like, optimize. Whereas, like, if you're on prog, it's going to be harder to optimize, because you're not going to have enough energy to swap anyway. 
Whereas like when you have enough time and when you're trying to filter all your content in a couple of days, you're going to deal with the system a lot more and people get annoyed. I perhaps didn't explain that the best, but it's just... No, no, yeah. I think, no, you did. Basically, it's just that you're not... Because you're doing progression, progression is always about let's put as many numbers, like attempts in that you can do to see what where, where the boss is at. Where are you, you know... And then it's like at the end, the downtime that's already there anyways, baked into strategy or uh, compositional improvements. That's when you would do like talent changes. I think it's just going to be more of like, or me not talent changes, uh, you know, conduit and, and swapping and everything uh, is that it's probably gonna be toward with those downtimes. But then, uh, you know, I guess without it being like a talent where you could just easily swap it and just test it out on one poll to see how optimal it is. It's going to be more of like, I guess, a calculated choice. And maybe that's also one thing they want to do too, is make it more of a calculated decision rather than a, hey, let's see what this does. Let's see what that does. And just kind of like an after effect. Uh, and I guess that kind of really rolls rolls into, get it, you know, because of Monk. Uh, <laughs> or torpedo, not tor- I guess it wouldn't be, torpedo would be the wrong word to say. Uh, but, uh, you know, how is how's Monk feeling for you um, you know, just as a base overall from everything that I've read into uh, and researched on on just Mistweaver in general, um, it's basically kind of going back to the old uh, old days of really strong target healing, single target healing, raid utility not really being there at all. I mean, it's never really been strong for for uh, Mistweaver, uh, but uh, it's just like seems like they're very like a durable healer, and then just allowing the single target. Um, uh abilities is first tank healing is is really strong again is that kind of how you're seeing it too um so it's been weird um when you talk about like raid like utility of a misweaver it's like you have to keep it in the context of your own raid because they do bring something really good and that being mystic touch you do have to play a monk in your raid so if you're the only monk in your raid like you're straight up increasing all your dps or your melee dps by five percent that's a really strong utility like you don't always want to play a brewmaster and it's weird like it's either well, a discussion about, do you play a brewmaster or do you play a mystery room like no about, one cares about windwalker really oh come on I, uh, no, uh. That's, how, that's just how it goes there's only two monk specs right now but yeah there's, um there's guilds that can like play around that fact and bring a mystery room for that that reason and i think that is a compelling reason I just don't think it's like a good enough reason by itself, typically, because Brewmaster is typically always good. So, but um, well, I mean, I mean, I guess like I mean, I, I guess all for for people out there that maybe have you know swain from the path of being a Mistweaver for a long time, and are thinking about coming back for the expansion, uh, to do their like end game rating. Maybe they're not necessarily in a, in a top end Mythic guild like you are, but maybe more of like a heroic slash Mythic guild. I mean, they might still be going for some top five server placements. Um, you know. Mistweaver, just like it's always been, strong CC. Uh, they always have great personals for themselves. Um, and then there also is some uh, slight changes, like uh, Invoke uh, Yulon as like a, a semi-raid cooldown a little bit. Oh, it's uh, like a real raid cooldown. Yeah, um, but, but I, I mean like a healing healing one. Uh, and then, you know, Revival just kind of poking around like usual. Um, but uh, And then man, Mana is always difficult. Uh, with with my I don't, I don't think that's ever going to be it seems like it's either difficult for mana you know to to c- c- uh, compete uh in like the initial settings of a uh, race and then towards the end it's like i don't mana is non-existent for me like i, I just regen so much <laughs> is that how it's feeling for you right now as well um so i think if like 
people listening or like career graders trying to come back i think it's like the best time ever to really do it um it's only really gotten better particularly if you enjoy like it's kind of the new stuff that the rework bring like essence font and um a really cheap rushing jade wind and um good single target healing which makes you strong in five mans which monk has historically struggled with but also liking having good output and having like being good on lots of content because monk since the rework has always been good in pvp it's always been good in five mans it's good at um it's good in rogue rating and that's only gotten better because they've um added a lot of like new legendaries and new mechanics to the, the spec in shadowlands which makes it strong like there's even a fist sweeping legendary that's literally just what mm-hmm. it is oh, back right, in the yeah. day. and well, i think if you're like a heroic raider this is the best time ever the spec is really 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 good like frankly if you enjoy if you enjoy fist weaving if you enjoy having a really good raid cooldown while fist weaving play it i mean it's honestly like an insanely good spec like you will give people up to raids you'll do good healing Fist weaving's terrible, though. We need to say that right now. It's it's bad. It's do not do try it. Right. We we need to dispel that myth. So it's, that it's, so it's weird. Like no, I'm, um, I mean I'm no no I'm, I'm, it's bad. Like we hate <laughs> it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's it's yeah. We should just remove it. That's what we need to say. So right it's now. weird. Like the legendary <laughs> that they added is like, it's a good legendary, but I don't think it's like the best legendary. And if you're like a heroic raider, you can play whatever legendary you want realistically. And if you want to go that style, you'll honestly do really well. It's not like back in the day in Legion where if you wanted to like hardcore fist weave, you would just be bad. That's completely opposite now. You would you'd still be a good healer. It's just well, there's better alternatives if you wanted to primarily heal, which I guess is fine, to be honest. Well, I mean, because you just do S and font rushing, uh, in, uh, I guess it's a refreshing jade win now. Um, it's, it's- it's no one's gonna call it refreshing jade wind. i know i know but it's just it's just it's a it's just this, it's so refreshing like I, is that like what they're thinking of like well rushing I want, is damage i want to know the developer <laughs> change that like who is it just i want to have a conversation with you well because you're healing you're refreshing people where rushing is like it's damage you know it sounds that's... really scary when it's rushing <laughs> i guess but um but you know being able to to do that like you know in a raid and like melee because um, it was weird because Monk was always in melee, right? You just if you knew Monk was always going to be in a melee. Now it seems like then at certain points Monk was out of melee, especially mm-hmm. while when it was I think at one point I can't remember if that was in Legion or towards the end of Legion it was being targeted by melee spells. Uh, or, or they originally spells. In Legion were going to get rid of the or which, actually it was in Ward they were going to get rid of the restriction and then they just never got never did. So you're That's technically right, yeah. still a melee healer. Um, it's just since Legion, it's always been kind of like a meme mechanic, but now it's actually got legitimate support. It's quite, um, it's quite competitive with that legendary. Um, and yeah. Well, I mean like the one thing changed too is like expel harm now. I mean, that's a big change, right? Like you can, <laughs> you could do soothing mist and then hit a, hit him with the expel harm as well as like an instant heal. There's so many. That's like the story of monk changes. Some are really good, like the invoked celestial baseline. I think all three specs like the invoked celestial baseline. Mm-hmm. I think it's just good for all three specs. Whereas the expel harm change is just bad. <laughs> they, well, but I mean, you could you could you could heal and then press a button and you heal more. I completely <laughs> missed the point of why Mystic <laughs> used it in the past. Why it was good is it gave you one chi. Now that you don't generate one chi off it, it's not good. That's just simply it. It needs to do something different. And it's kind of a cool mechanic, like you, you self heal and you gain a buff. Like I like that. It's kind of that was like one of the defining things of like old Miss Weaver. It had like real random like class mechanics that fed into like doing uplift. And I think it monks should still have that. Like who, who here played Miss Weaver back in the day and loved doing chi torpedoes through the raid or <laughs> loves 
loved uplifting and fist weaving into the raid. Like you have so many like weird quirky mechanics that were all good. Whereas I feel like it's like all streamlined now. But they've kind of reverted that with the fist weaving changes. So man. Well, I mean, you remember Thok, uh, Chief Torpedo. Like that's you just be able to keep the raid up during Thok, just doing that. Oh yeah, love that. But and uh, then you would, and then you would phase it accidentally as well. Yeah. Because you would roll through <laughs> a group of fifteen people. Yep, or and then or you just get mad and watch all of those nice orbs just kind of sit there and not be walked on that's right outside the raid. That's such a story of Monk. There's always like <laughs> one really good mechanic and everyone loves it, and there's just like another developer like we're gonna like what's like the big thing that Windwalker hates? We're gonna get rid of Strike with a Wind Lord, we're gonna make SCF like the mechanic, like who likes SCF compared to Serenity, you know what I mean? Or it's like yeah. Brewmaster, they try to like they got rid of like the mechanic to like they have to re-addict Spellheim to let you soak orbs. It's like, there's so many things, like, just stick to a theme that everyone likes, and Mr. Monk would be so much better, because it's such a cool, like, spec. Well, I mean, also the one thing, too, which I know it's it's a very minor, but it is it is big for endgame raiders, is that touch of death coming back uh, for for uh, Mistweavers. Um, and so now all spells have it. I mean, not all spells, all classes have it as a spell, so that's just a little more damage as well to help out with that world-first uh, race. Um, but as far as like how monks are playing, like how, how are you going to play your monk? I guess if someone's saying, you know, Sups, what, how are you going to play your monk in, in the next expansion? So I think the biggest thing is, is because the only thing that held monk back was it just didn't do healing. Um, it was, it always had the ability to be very versatile. It has the ability to opt into doing a lot of single target <laughs> healing, cleave healing with Vivify. It just couldn't and, heal. Um, just, that's, that's what held back the Mistweaver. That was, that was, that, that was honestly the issue. It just didn't do healing. Like it frankly has a really good healing kit. So now how I would play it is I just res re respond to the mechanics of like Kalthos. He's just, you heal the guy. So you just spam into him with your single target healing and you do a lot of healing. But if I'm doing like stacked healing, you just press refreshing Jade Wind, Essence Font, and just like go to the races. Here I equip the, I equip the legendary that lets me fist weave. So I do my, drop my cooldowns on cooldown to fist weave, or I press um the TFT does healing legendary and do healing. Um, it's the biggest thing is just being versatile, I would say. Um, just responding to the mechanics. And now that Monk actually does healing, you'll be able to do healing. Like, you'll actually have a raid spot and actually, you know, feel like your class is relevant to the raid. Ooh. Ooh, that's a, that's a, that's a big da dagger for, for the Windwalkers out there. I feel like you're, <laughs> I feel like you're like peering at them saying with a smile on your face. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, but, uh. But yeah, I mean, it is it is nice though to see you know Miss Weaver you know back as like kind of like almost the king of of healing at least just because of versatility like you mentioned. Uh, do you do you see guild stacking Miss Weavers at all, or do you think it's still going to so be? Uh, like so this beta cycle is really weird. Um, Miss Weaver has honestly been like really OP since like the start of ray testing, purely because they keep adding like random things that are just ultra broken. So like originally the covenant, um, the Kyrian covenant weapons of order was just insane. Like it was, it was like you you pressed essence font and you did revival at the start, and then it ended. You did revival at the end, and basically just did a revival. And then they nerfed that by ninety nine percent, so it became shit. And then and then invoke Chiji came out, and invoke Chiji was insane. It was basically smart healing people for their whole health bar, and they added enveloping breath, which had, which is a new mechanic to um. The dragons like when you cast enveloping mist you put a hot on six people that was originally uncapped so when that came out mystery was also owning and it was doing 
that had to be nerfed by 99% again. <laughs> and then there was a bug with the Necrolord Covenant, which which is a really cool bug, and I kind of wish it stayed, whereas it, when you put Bone Dust Brew on people, it acted like you had a Renewing Mist on them. So when you Vivified, everyone targeted would get Vivify healing. So it was basically you would have Uplift back in the day. You would have like effectively like 15 Renewing Mists on people, and you could spam Uplift. That got nerfed by that bug being fixed, so that was effectively a 100% nerf. So it's been weird. Like Monk has been like it, and because of that, people have been misgaging its strength. Whereas like just in general, Monk has just been really good, and currently it is very good. I mean, I wouldn't be playing it in BDG if it wasn't really good. If you know what, what I mean? Like no, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are sleeping on it because they think it's been a meme spec, and I guess that's kind <laughs> of true. Like in Battle for Azeroth, people thought Mistweaver was good in Old Deer. In fairness, it was, but it kind of got a lot of hype and. Either it got outscaled or it didn't get as much support and Glimmer Paladins came out and Resto Druids kept getting buffed and Resto Shamans got love, you know. It kind of got left behind. And I guess there is a fear that that could happen to Mistweaver. Like, it could just be OP and get nerfed. But I don't really see that happening. A lot's changed that. Um, the, a lot has changed for that not to happen. Like, the biggest thing people cite is, like, stats becoming, like, getting outscaled. Whereas I think they've done a lot of work to actually making Monk stats better. And um, the, the other thing is people say Mistweaver doesn't have a raid cooldown, and they gave Mistweaver a raid cooldown. So they've kind of fixed the issues and made Monk do healing. So there's not really much reason why Monk would be bad, right? Like, I guess it doesn't have damage reduction, but you can really cover that with other people, especially now mm -hmm. that Death Knights have anti-magic zone. Or, you know, you're, and the effect of damage reduction has gone down since the Devotion or Nerf, so... Well, I mean, we'll it's, it's going to be depend on the bosses, too, and how the bosses play out in Mythic. That will determine if a monk is going to be, if you want to bring two to the raid, essentially, which is kind of what I'm getting at, like, if you're going to bring two, potentially. Uh, seems I, like bring, I don't think you'll bring two, but I also don't think there's much reason to stack more than one healer of each class anyway. They're kind of like, yeah. unless it's like a Dispriest, right? You know, Dispriest is always good, so. <laughs> well, for now, we'll see. <laughs> see, see uh, the, this priest is the developer's love child it'll never it'll never never it'll it's never like the not main, be good the main developer must must be playing a this priest is uh, that... <laughs> uh, you, you mean but that's unironically true yeah uh but uh but yeah i mean we'll have to see how how that kind of plays out but like i guess what would you recommend to someone out there because there is it seems like uh you know i guess kyrian is, is probably the leader right now especially the weapons of order uh, but what is what are you thinking for covenants? Like, if you'd recommend, like, hey, do this one, you're probably gonna get the best oomph. Um, so it's really hard because it's still up in the air three weeks three, three weeks out. Because um, currently it looks like Bone Dust Brew is very good when you stacked because there's a weird mechanic with the con conduit. So the conduit reads each time Bone Dust Bone Dust Brew does healing, it reduces its cooldown by 0.5, and every Bone Dust Brew has a 50% chance to proc on each healing event. So if you do a lot of healing with Rushing Jade Wind and hit a lot of people, it basically doesn't have a cooldown. So when the Covenant doesn't have a cooldown, it's really good. And it also gives you a 15% int buff with the Soulbind. So that one is pretty insane. Um, but also just in general, um, the biggest thing people are doing in Mythic Plus, which is really strong, is comparing Kyrian with Invoke GG because it has mastery scaling. And um, Weapons of Order gives you a lot of mastery, particularly with the Conduit. So that one's just like a really good combination. Other than that, um, I think Night Fae is bugged. It doesn't have a target cap, but if they just buffed it, it would be good. But it's kind of just like an eh effect. It's just 
it just does AOE healing. That's just kind of what it does. You just press it, you do healing, you stand in the lines, you do more healing. It's just one of those it's just one of those things. It's kind of not really special, but it's got a cool effect. And uh, one of the things I missed that got nerfed by 99% when in my discussion was the Fallen, uh, Fallen Order. It was insane for Mystery Remonk for a long time in the beta. It was really, really, really good, and uh, it got nerfed by 99%, so it's not very good anymore. <laughs> so I guess you could avoid Vent Theory. You could hope that they don't change Night Theory, but honestly, if you pick Necrolord or Kyrian, I'd probably pick Kyrian. One, because I think the Kyrians look cool, and two, because it's very... I'd imagine it's very good in PvP when you invoke GG together, but just generally good. And it's very good in M+, and it's just a good effect in general. Like, who doesn't like to fist weave? Like, it, if, when you do GG and Kyrian together, it's a really, really, really strong cooldown. So, as you get that cool steward owl thing. Oh yeah, that's that's owl as a pro. That's like that gives you at least four hundred HPS right there increased just by having. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want more health stones? Like, come on. <laughs> uh but uh but yeah i mean it just it's very interesting what they're gonna because we're you know they're still making changes i think it was last week they make made a bunch of beta changes they're still kind of you know mulling it around uh we do have a hard date now though so it seems like i guess anything that they had not finished which maybe was related to raid issues potentially or game breaking bugs like you know i think one of them was someone in pvp like i saw they were in like an arena match was able to actually swap their covenant or something. I, I forget where. Um, there's a little uh, weird bugs like that. Like, yeah, they're like able to swap it just because they were able to. I guess they vanished or they took a like portal and then vanished, and then it just unlocked it for them. It like put them out of the instance. It was. It's just yeah, like bugs like that, which are going to be you know that's always going to happen, but hopefully they'll they'll fix those up. Uh, I think there's like bugs with Monk that's been out since the alpha released and just yeah, they're class fixed, to like... play in the game, right? Isn't that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean like they're. So originally, oh, sorry, that's Windwalker. Originally, Touch of Death was supposed to uh, drop healing spheres again. That just didn't happen. Like you could go to the post originally when they announced like class changes. It was supposed to be healing spheres, and Monk was supposed to get healing spheres when he spell harmed, and they just it just didn't happen. <laughs> it just straight up like never got added. I, I'm still confused by that, but I mean, it's whatever. Well, it was, it was, uh, someone was asleep when writing those notes. That's why you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's at least it's looking up and up for monk. So if you are a monk out there, you know, you're thinking of or Miss Weaver, maybe you swap to a druid, uh, you know, in the last couple expansions, or you're just playing maybe a paladin or something, and you just want to go back to the monk. It's a, definitely a good opportunity. Uh, it just, you know, I, I don't know. I like the, I just I just like the feeling of the monk. It just has a, a good kit, and especially if you like uh, being able to have the utility of like the main the small utility of being able to CC stun. Um, and then also have the personal cooldowns to outlast for most other classes. I think Buck is like those. Completely, hundred percent agree with that analysis. I've been a disc priest for four years, and whenever I get the opportunity to play Monk, it's just night and day. Like, and actually do mechanics. Like, when I'm a priest, I have to like run my ass out with forty percent move speed. <laughs> Where my Monk, I drop a transcendence portal. I can double roll, transcend back. I still have a sixty percent move speed increase because I have uh, Cheeto Peter. I have two defensive cooldowns. I don't get targeted by mechanics. Like, it's it's <laughs> such a good class to play when it's good, and it's just such a shame it's been bad for so long. Well, I mean that it's they don't want to make it too good because they don't want to. All of a sudden, you'll see four misery for monks in a raid. I think that's what they're avoiding, but it doesn't seem like that stops them from making Dispriest insanely good. It's so <laughs> weird. Like back in the day, they got rid of jab 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 uplift yep. because they didn't want four 
for misweavers doing passive DPS, and then we literally had an expansion of DPS healers dominating the meta. Yeah, <laughs> and that got unchanged. Like Dispriest still exists, so it's a bit strange. No, yeah, and I, but it's, it's really good though to see that everything's at least on the up and up right now. Uh, we'll definitely have to wait and see though what happens when the mythic comes out. Well, I think it's probably be more likely when heroic uh, is being done, and the, think, de- um, the, the developers based- actually see for themselves in their raid guilds. You know. <laughs> What happens? That's kind of true. Um, it, healers are usually not like DPS. They usually don't get changed. Um, I mean, well, I know it's like Dis- percentages, but right? Kind of, but it doesn't really have much of an effect on healers, really. Like, Dispriest has gotten like 10 nerfs in Battle for Azov, and they're still like the best healer. You know what I mean? And same with Holy Paladin, they got like 10 nerfs. So I can confidently say, even if Mystery gets nerfed, if you're like a heroic raider, that's like owns. Like, if well, it's like people said, are not inviting misweavers, I'm genuinely confused. The spec is really good, and it's really fun to play. And if you want to fifth weave or if you want to, like, mistweave, both are completely viable, both are really good. So I think the community perception of the, the spec will change, particularly as more and more top-end guilds will play misweaver. I know for a fact more top-end guilds are going to re-roll to misweaver. It's just people need to be convinced, really. Well, yeah, and, and also the one thing that people always... Like I said, they, the the utility aspect... The personal utility is what I'm saying, not raid utility... It seems like that raid utility, I mean, even though it's really great, it's not as relied upon as much as personal utility uh, and being able to, like, stun, knock back, uh, you know, sleep, uh, paralyze. I mean, it seems like Monk has, I mean, not necessarily sleep or knock back, but, like, they have a lot of the abilities that you'd like, you know, for, for a personal, you know, someone that knows what they're doing. So, you know, like the, uh, the I guess, the oh shit button. <laughs> it's also got really good transmog. BRF oh, yeah. Set t- oh, yeah. The BRF tier sets, oh, they're so good. No, yeah, I mean, I, monks are just. I, I'm really excited about Mistweaver. Uh, wish I was excited about one of the other specs, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Rubens is looking good, isn't it? You no, always play that. Oh no, you know the there's a another another unnamed spec that people dabble Look, in. They'll do the fourth like five percent aura buff to Windwalker, maybe in 2025. <laughs> yeah, Windwalker will be good again. Well, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> make Windwalker great again, right? Is that us? Oh, might be too political. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean uh really great about the uh miss weaver how it's looking everything's great there uh but we'll k- kind of touch on the last subject because it was it kind of blew up and it, it was more of like it's a, it was a powder keg and then magdalena had to come out and be like you know what? i'm tired of this i cannot stand it this is i'm going crazy here and kind of open the can that has been like packed full of resent not resentment but frustration and especially with the pushback of the expansion from now like this week was supposed to be the launch of the expansion uh it is now pushed back we have a date now but um people were kind of saying well why is it pushed back what about feedback you know aren't players giving feedback and this whole theory crafting from a i think it was one blizzard dev and i think another one also chimed in on that theory crafters are like ruining the game that's a, from my understand. That's what the their position of it was. Yeah. And then true. now there's also more developers coming out. Like Day Nine, who's he's a developer slash content creator, and he's like, you know, no one, no developer cares about feedback. And that really kind of struck something with me. Is like, you know, obviously he said the thing you're not supposed to say, which everybody would you know agree to that. Like you you're not supposed to say that as a developer. You say, oh, feedback's great. Uh, but. This type of feedback that was referenced in the uh, the tweet and then also follow up with other personal stories from players, uh, one on the show as well, Monkey O, uh, regarding uh, the Mistweaver. 
is that the developers just kind of ignore feedback and not just to say, oh, thanks for the feedback. We'll take a look. It was like, well, you're doing it wrong, you know, being kind of condescending. So what are your kind of general thoughts on the whole like wow feedback theory crafting drama that went on? So I have like a really interesting perspective on this, mostly because I really actually had like firsthand experience with what like Monkeyo and Magdalene have been through. Um, from my from how I've had it historically with developers is um, they're really 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 good at taking on board feedback about um, numerical stuff. Like if you just DM them randomly, like hey, this spell looks really OP. Maybe you should nerf it. They're really good about that. I can cite like multiple instances of like. I think the biggest example of like revival was literally doing too much healing. I PM the developer saying, "Hey, this is spell is doing too much healing. The next build will go fixed." That's usually what they're really good about. But when it comes to like um, when it comes to like spec changes, it's very hard. And all misweavers, a lot of the big misweaver guys back in the day, we know for a fact that it was such a hard up build battle, and it was frankly, it was frankly all irrelevant because they clearly had like a big agenda on their mind of how they want a monk to play. And I think it's been to the detriment. Um, I don't think I could agree with the rework, but I don't think I can say a rework to Mistweaver was bad. That being said, I think the rework, Mistweaver rework was quite bad. Um, people can have a different opinions about Essence Font, but the fact of the matter is, is that um, the developer saying to like a Mistweaver theory crafter, you need a reality check for if you think a spell is fun or not, is a bit bit bad feedback i would say to give to him and it's kind of like you alienate your community really badly when they do that yeah frankly the developer doesn't play the game and play the game anymore so you have to deal with that anymore but <laughs> well i mean I think, I, do you think a lot of it just has to do with that they're i mean i can i can see, see i'm like thinking of it from their side of things and a lot of people always say like you know man that's just being like you know being a dick essentially is what they were towards the community but if you're in that in their side of things you hear little, you know, Joey Tutos over there saying, Monk is terrible, change or quit your job. You know, that's kind of, they're getting that feedback outside of like someone saying, hey, you know, I think the numbers are a little low on this spec or, hey, you know, this, this, this ability is bugged. And then they're just kind of like, do you think they're lashing out because they're getting so much different feedback that even if it's something that is minor or if it's a discussion like, you know, hey, this doesn't seem like it's as fun to play. You know, what What do you, what do you, is that we kind of like, I'm trying to think of like what would cause them to be that I think way. They definitely, I definitely think they definitely prioritize um, what's fun to play. Whenever I've had feedback about how something sounds cool, I'll give you an example. I gave feedback about Dispriest. They have a spell called Shadow Covenant, which locks you out of pressing holy spells, discompress holy and shadow spells, and it busts your shadow spells. So my feedback was you should give a proc to, or you should allow penance because it's a holy and shadow spell with the glyph. It, it, it really fits with like the lore. You should allow that to be cast during Shadow Covenant because that sounds really cool. And they have a proc called Power of the Dark Side. So it's just immediately obvious in your head that it probably should work like that. And the developer response to that was, hey, that sounds like a really cool idea. We'll look into that. Now, they didn't end up doing that, but that's like they could have been determined that's really overpowered or whatever. But that, that type of feedback to them has historically always sounded really good. And when players frame it like that, I think it's quite easy to get things done like that. But when it comes to like this spec is shit or this spec needs buffs, I feel like they ignore that. But at the same time, like players are usually pretty good about that. I mean, I can think of maybe like two instances where in recent history where players are wrong about stuff, and that would be Glimmer of Light and Rising Mist Mistweaver. But 
how many players were wrong about Windwalker being bad or how many players were wrong about Fire Every, Mage being broken? You every know I mean? one of like, them. They're all wrong. Windwalker is good. It is the best spec. Like you could sim Shadow Priests <laughs> back in like back in the day if early BFA and they were broken. Like that was just objectively true and I feel like they let that stuff slide and so many people were saying Mistweaver were bad. Like so many so many people and I can I can get what they're saying like mythic raiders do create a meta. But Mistweaver has been bad for so long. It feels like something should change in the developers' heads about feedback. Like, people for four years can't be that wrong. Like, the specs representation can't be that much in the toilet in Mythic Raids if it's not good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I do, think, do, I, do you think, though, it's mainly that they're getting, like, they're the front line? Like, before it used to be developers, and this is how it was way back in the day, developers were just, like, someone you might see on the forum maybe once in like a blue moon you would not even know who the developers of the game were then all of a sudden it's like now they have a twitter handle now they have like an instagram they stream like all of a sudden they have a front-facing persona to them and maybe it's a personal persona but they're like accessible instantly to feedback like or perceived feedback and whereas before uh it was mainly like one person like you know ghost crawler which is essentially who everybody who the whole thing surrounded by with the whole forum is in a secret forum and everything. Uh, do you think it started with that or do you like what, what, what was the disconnect about like developers and like, is it, is it just that they're more personable now than they used to be? I can agree with it being personable. Like I can only imagine how much they go through and kind of seems like they'd be jaded about that. And from a human point of view, I think I completely agree with that. Um, I think what I would try and do is like, do what the feedback forums were intended to do for, like have like a curated group of people that you can demonstrate that they're going to give good feedback. But it seems like they're not using the tools that would be a good solution to that. Like I can think of like Riot Games and they hire people from Challenger and that, and they do they don't do the best, but I'm sure they'd have like a much better balancing of that. Like Mystery River has been a bad spec for four years, or like I keep going back to Windwalkers. That's all I think about. Like Survival <laughs> Hunter has been bad since its inception. Like surely like. There's a lot of like public. WoW is probably like one of the most publicly like analyzed games out there. I would say, like there's a there's a literal logging website of historical trends respects going back to Throne of Thunder. It's it feels like it should be easy to, and they even have tools in games. They have the aura buff system. It feels like it should be tools like every week. Like okay, this class is not very good. Okay, we'll up it by two percent. What happens? Like is it is it really that bad for the game to do that? I feel like so much of the game would be better if like a developer every week, like not every week, maybe every month, like looked at like Warcraft logs. Warcraft logs is a very good source. I'm sure they had their inter- internal sims. Like I think if it if Mistweaver is underperforming, we'll buff it by two percent. Is that really that can big deal for raid prog? Probably not. I just I don't know. I feel like it's a give and take, right? You know what I mean? Like I can completely agree from their point of view that so much feedback it makes it hard to curate through it. And especially with that maybe like discord culture saying what's the best talent what's the best covenant what's the best this and that i can kind of agree with that but they're also kind of mismanaging their tools you know what i mean so there's a give and take and i knowing that they don't like like the mythic culture which was one of the bigs that got one of the things that got revealed they don't like the whole like discord culture like saying this is optimal and i and i can kind i I do kind of agree with that but i still think they're really criminally underutilizing all the tools they have and it's kind of really bad for specs to fester so long being underplayed and underpowered do you mean a lot of it like you said the what is the best please tell me what what i should play i think is what they're most frustrated about like i mean icy veins 
biggest thing. Like, hey, this is what you should play. This is the best. And that's it. People just go there. They look once. They see, okay, best. Okay, let's go. Let's move on. They don't even try it out. I think that's just gaming culture right now. Like, yeah. look at Classic. Look what, look what happened to that game. Like, I play it, and it's just people were hyping up the journey, and it's just that game is figured out to death. You get your wall bus every week, and you people don't really do anything. <laughs> people, people. I guess people just kind of have to accept. Maybe that just has to be the change in gaming, and I can kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with this, that maybe people just have to accept that not being optimal is not that big of a deal. But I also think, like, developers could incentivize that more often. Like, one of the examples I can give from League of Legends is that there's specific ways to play a champion, and you can can say that's the same as optimal talent builds. But occasionally, the the developers they like for underplayed or quote unquote mean playstyles, they give them like niche stuff. So let's say like I don't know Windwalker talents, but um, let's say Mistweaver fistweaving was so underpowered. Why don't we just buff it by like a lot? What what happens? They tried doing that reprising mist and went wrong. Okay. Tone that back, but a lot of hype was generated when they buffed Rising Mist in 8.3. A lot of hype, and I'm sure there's like other meme talents out there that could change that. And I feel like if they just took that route of instead of like, okay, there's going to be a meta, but maybe we can push the meta, or maybe we can change it, or maybe we can give people like the zero percent representation talent some love. There's effectively no downside, and that was the biggest thing I disliked from the big take from the developers, like. Sure, there's going to be a meta, and sure, there's people who are going to make the meta what it will be, and it will be enforced rigidly through social pressure. But surely there's no downside of buffing underplayed talents. It's a win-win for everyone. Maybe, maybe the casual dad who comes home, works, of his, or works on his hands all day, and wants to play fist weaving all day. Why don't we just buff it? Sure, he'll be happy. Maybe the high-end players will be happy. I would be happy if fist weaving got buffed. Like, it's just a win-win. I feel like they, Blizzard could really benefit from just making win-win changes. And if it, if it really shakes up the meta randomly, it's not even that bad. Like, is it really that bad if Mistweaver gets played in Battle for Azeroth? No, it's not It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> like, Mistweaver got so many buffs this expansion and people aren't obviously thinking it's good. Like, surely minor changes aren't that going to change, radically change the meta. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it too is that even though they say they don't, they look at like, you know, well, you know, not Method now, but Echo, Limit, imperative you know you know big dumb guild they look at all mm-hmm. the top guilds and they look at okay what are they doing you know how much is that doing on that boss okay that's a little too strong let's let's pull it back where that's not that's that's you can't can't balance your game on the 0.1 percent you know you have to balance it on the general population and these changes of just making it strong yeah yeah the, uh, you know one person in one guild that's maybe the top five in the person that class period is going to exploit something to the full advantage and be dominant and hugely good and make the class look like it's the OP class. But as but if you go into, you know, Joe Normal, like you said, the guy coming home after a long day's work and just wants to play a spec that he likes to play and to be fun, making it so it's not like he's like doing as hard as he can and thinking he's doing really good at playing the spec and still be last by a mile is definitely something that's not going to help the game in the long run. And, you know, I think... Yeah, and I think I think that from my perspective, I third more. They say they don't, but they definitely do look at the high end guilds or heroic guilds. I mean, some some of the developers do play in those guilds also, and you know they are looking at that and saying, well, it's, that's too strong because I play with a guy who's like one of the best of all time in the class and spec, and he's exploiting it, and it's huge damage or it's huge healing, or it's the best tank. We have to nerf it because I'm seeing this firsthand experience. 
and they bring it back to the office. They talk amongst themselves. They say, well, how'd your grade go? Oh man. And you know, Joey was destroying it on DPS. Well, we need to pull it back then. Like how, yeah, he was like number one all across the board. And then Windwalker gets nerfed by 10%. And you go yep. like, what is Windwalker nerfed? This is not, the, this should not be happening. And it's like, well, we didn't have any, uh, you know, uh, like feral druids or we didn't have any uh enhancement shaman that also did the same role in my in our guild so he got all the damage and just made him look like he was doing awesome you know it's just unfortunate that's how it is a, a lot of times and i i agree with you 100 percent. having like a little knob i mean i think they talked about this years ago and expansions ago like hey we have a knob that we just want to uh, you know pivot slightly on the class and see what happens you know, that to me would be like you said, with like, you know, Riot and that's kind of what they do. They do. They twist the knob a little bit and see what happens. They buff it by two percent, one percent. See if that destroys the class and makes it broken. It makes it broken. You dial it back. It's just how it is. You know, it's better to do that over like a quick period and with a hot fix than it is to have something to where you have to wait an entire expansion or years <laughs> like multiple expansions for a class to be good. You know, to, to finally be fixed, to bugs to be finally corrected. Um, I don't want to go. I don't want to go on too long because I know we're, we're probably yeah. a bit over time. <laughs> but I, I want to say this because I think that point was really good. I've played um a Dispriest and since the rework, and Dispriest had her rework at the same time as Mr. Rework. And um originally um it was not played at all in 7.0. Um it was basically only me and an unnamed player, which we won't describe. But uh. He and I were the only ones playing the spec, and we were the only ones giving it good representation. But the average disc priest back then were criminally, like, easily like 20% behind, like, even like Mystery Reaver back then. It was horrendous. But the spec did not get buffed because there were two good players that were breaking the game with it. They were massively destroying people on certain bosses, and the spec would be criminally overpowered if they buffed it at all. And I can kind of agree from that point of view that, yes, some players might break the game. But I think there's also the counterpoint where, like, what happened with Rising Miss, it, I understand in 8.3 that people undervalued the haste change. Uh, that's, that's a bit of history, a bit of recent history with that. But still, after they changed it, when they changed it again to make it not permanently extend developing Mist, these days, Rising Mist is actually a good talent. Like, they did achieve the goal of making the talent viable, and it does promote a new play, new play style. I think in Shadowlands, we're going to be playing Rising Mist even. And it's complete. And if you don't want to play Rising Mist, upwelling is completely viable. And they've achieved their goal of making Fist Weaving good and Mist Weaving good. So I think there's a balance, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't want to have it like we want the community to acknowledge that there is maybe underplayed specs that are good, are actually good, and maybe the players are undervaluing it. But maybe we could do a better job of actually buffing things because they've been successful with Rising Mist, even with some failures. But yeah, I think that's it. I think that's definitely how they should go do it going forward. So what we'll what we'll see then is the exact opposite, where they'll nerf them into the ground. <laughs> yep. That's what's or gonna buff happen. them. Mystery is going to get another ninety nine percent nerf, <laughs> or like rest, what will happen is Holy Paladins get their like Holy Paladins will get a legendary that makes them broken, and we'll go back to dis Holy Paladin Shaman meta. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean it, it's very interesting how it's playing out. I mean we have a few weeks until Shadowlands, uh, so we definitely wanted to get get a Miss Weaver show together for some people that are kind of curious and. You know, there's a lot of hype around Miss Weaver right now, but you know, temper it. I would so I would recommend is just temper it for now. Uh, but uh, subs, thanks for coming on and talking about everything. Is uh, any way people can get in touch with you or follow you on the uh, on the internet? Uh sure. Uh, my my Twitter handle is at subs. Um, I run a Dispriest Discord server, but if you're any class, you can honestly join. Um, it's discord.gg/focuswill, 
And I got to shout out my clan uh, at big at BDGG Big Dumb Golden Guardians. You should give them a follow and should watch us in the world first race. He means he means guild, not clan. But I, oh, I know whatever. what you mean. Whatever it's, you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how old a gamer he is. He says clan. That's that's how for all you new people out there. That's how it used to say it wasn't a guild. It was a clan. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, and uh, you guys are going for uh, full stream. Are you in one of the world uh, the race competitions as well for that? Um, yeah, I should be in. Hopefully, no. I mean, for the like the um, the sponsored ones. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, Pro- probably I would figure though. I, w- I would probably think because I think you guys got I, top I, five. Honestly, I, I probably can't say, but I'll just say hopefully. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, hey, legally he is bound to not say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, uh, hope we, I hope we do something it'll be really cool it'd be really sad if we don't have it especially after this year no yeah ex- exactly i mean I, and it seems like that there might be i mean might be something out there i just wanted to i wasn't sure if you guys were i'm just gonna say i have no idea if we're doing anything it's just <laughs> i hope we do yeah and it, that's good yeah no he's he's winking i can see him winking at me and nodding <laughs> he has like a little what's that uh we are this is the sponsor oh wait i'm supposed to say that no <laughs> no but big dumb golden guardians are a great cl- are a great guild uh just give us a follow and watch all their streams in, in the in the race coming up yeah and then again thanks for uh thanks for joining today see you later and thanks uplift for coming into the show this week it's great talking with them about miss weavers as always uh, the next show will probably be a recap on the rating scene. So if you're interested in something like that, uh, especially with the pushback that we happened, you know, a lot of schedules had to be changed on the fly and also kind of taking a look into the uh, new world first of, you know, with sponsorships, streaming schedules, etc., and kind of getting more of an idea behind the scenes there. Um, so thanks for uh, listening this week. Uh, keep a follow on at monk podcast on Twitter. Uh, everything we posted there. And thanks for listening this week. And we hope to have you back here each and every week on my car podcast. Take care.